Welcome to the Sloppy Boys Blowout. I'm the Big Hand Bopperson here with DJ Jeffy Dutton. Hello, everyone. And Wolfman Tim. What is up? Now, DJ Jeffy Justin, uh, Justin <laughs> Dutton, we're, we're, what, what is your name again? It's uh, Jeffy Jason. Uh, That's what I'm going Jeffy for. Jeffy Jason. Jeffy Jason, the man who sounds like Kasem. <laughs> Yeah, that's right. That's right. So Kasem also exists in this universe. Oh, yeah, yeah he does. He's big that's, time. That's a problem for Jesse, Jeffy Jason. Yeah, well, he Kasem does like Jason because he's so, so we sound very alike. Yeah, they're very similar. Very that's similar. Terrible. Very, very fucking similar. similar. Um, so, well, how are you two doing? YouTube? How you, well, how is YouTube doing? Good. They, I just checked it earlier this morning. Packed full of videos. That you thing. think that you think the history of dance. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. I gotta watch that. I gotta watch that. See what see what I'm doing. Because I dance. I dance very well. I dance. I come up with some very creative stuff. I don't know where it's coming from. We should do a mm. dance off. Oh my no, god, boy. that'd be great. Okay, we won't. Jeff, do you want to talk about the DVD you bought once? Oh, break dancing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I do want to talk about it. Thanks for bringing it up. Sure. You don't have to. We can we can cut this out. No, no, it's in. Everything let's is it, in. Let's let's do both. Let's talk about it for a long time and let's cut it. <laughs> cut out. it out. Great. <laughs> What is this? Uh, somebody somebody <laughs> found a breakdancing DVD in my room or something like that? Yep. You locked uh, yourself away for a week learning that thing. I never learned a lick of it. You 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 mail ordered a uh, breakdancing DVD. <laughs> mail ordered. I bought it online. Like you, you sent buy away it. For All right. It's still <laughs> mail ordered. Makes it sound like I went you through. You filled out a uh, thing and mailed that out. <laughs> you found it in the a mail order in the back of a paperback book. You know, I <laughs> remember know. Van Artsdale and I think one day said to me like, "Would you rather have a million dollars or know how to dance?" And I said, "I said know how to dance because because oh I, I was so confident." Dollars. I was so confident. Oh, if I was a really good dancer, I could easily make a million dollars. I would like dancing, though. If you're that good, yeah. Well, you guys know I'm just I'm so passionate about dancing. Yeah, it's it's the way you you can completely express yourself. It's all in the hips. If a song comes on, you I turn into (laughs) if a song comes, I turn into a liquid, you know. But yeah, so this we saw this DVD and we laughed at it, and then we asked you what it was all about, and you I think said that you wanted to learn how to break. Or just dance better because when we went out, you could impress people. Yeah. That's okay. the only reason anyone wants to dance. Yeah. All right. Am I wrong? You're not wrong, but I, we never really went to bars that had like that type of dancing going on. Well, yeah, it's because <laughs> it's a chicken or the egg thing. It's because we didn't know how to dance. <laughs> right, right, exactly. We didn't have, know how to bust a move. Let me ask you this, though. Uh, the current day with your current skills. Yeah. Let's say you're at a wedding, right? Dance mm-hmm. floor. And yeah. you, let's say you go out on the dance floor and you're like, I'm going to dance. Mm-hmm. And you start dancing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How long can you dance for? Because this is my problem. I can only joke dance. Yeah. So so if I want to be a good sport, I want to support the the bride and groom. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, or I, I don't want to leave Jessica alone out there. So I say, I'm going to dance. I can get maybe halfway into the first song. And then I'm like, I think I kind of yeah. did all my funny stuff. Yeah. Not me, man. I, I can do like at the most two songs if I'm going to like... Dance without doing like joke stuff, but I've been on the dance floor. You find a group who's having a lot of fun and making each other laugh. You can last there. That's Five that's a, the the key is just well. First of all, alcohol. Mm. I've, Tim, I've seen you fucking. I don't drink. 
Oh shit! Must have been another guy. <laughs> yeah, some lush. <laughs> I've been going around Hollywood ruining my good name, good clean, pure Christian ruining, name. Ruining no. the good name of Clavis. I've had those. You know, I, I felt I feel the same discomfort, and I always have. That's probably what yeah. brought about the breakdancing DVD. Yeah. yeah, you know, yeah, like school dances and stuff. I would go stand around for the first like two or three hours, and then when it was like closing down, I would finally be loose enough to be like yeah, yeah. sort of dancing yeah, and yeah. stuff. And then uh, I'd sit in the bleachers and plan, plan pranks on the t- yeah. Principal. I bet you did. <laughs> it's funny that I've been in that situation where I don't know if it's dancing or really any any kind of thing where you need to lose self awareness. Yeah, well, I, you know, there's, there's a certain amount of drinking that gets you past social anxiety, but then sometimes you overshoot it. You know? Oh yeah, it's mm. a you sweet need, spot. You need mm. two drinks to chill out. Hey. We're talking thirty or forty drinks. That's <laughs> that's too much. Okay? You're gonna be face down. I'll do that, I, but I'll, I'll find myself, but I'll do that recently, but just sort of like, I'm going to have a drink to, uh, so that I can, you know, like go talk to some strangers out of whatever. Mm. And then, uh, then the next thing you know, I'm talking to these strangers as a drunk guy. <laughs> they don't want to meet a drunk guy. Right. They want to dance. But with Jeff, when, when you guys were kids, I got the, I get the feeling, you know, you, you were rock guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, put I would, the horns, put the metal horns up, man, and whip and that like, neck you, back. You know, you forth. can, especially. The, I know that I know the kind of music you guys listen to. You're you're my best friends. But here I was, shy to dance, mm-hmm. listening to Jamiroquai and Funkadelic, mm. very dancey stuff. Mm, yeah. And so I, but so not dancing. It was deep inside of me, but I was, you know, uh, you know what, let it out. Not a loose fellow. You don't dance around the house if no one's here. Yeah, I do. Yeah. Yeah, what about when, you, when you're folding the laundry? <laughs> yeah. I eat a little yo plate and I dance around. Yeah, yeah. Slide around the house in your socks. Well, uh, eat a little Activia. <laughs> it would be cool. It would be cool to dance if you if we keep talking shit. If we keep talking about this, it's going to end up being a blowout, and I don't think you guys want that. Well, how would we do that? We you we dance for each other. We got to learn learn to dance. Oh shit! That would be cool if we each learned to dance. But it's like not like come up with a funny dance. It's like get learn one down. A dance. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I would like to, like if I saw like w- like one of you guys does the bye 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 dance and different guy. Does oh, that's, that's a, I mean that's a, that's oh, I was that even saying fun. like like what's that's too much. That's like three minutes of different dancing. Oh, I'm just saying like you know Tim, if you learn the mashed potato, <laughs> yeah, and I think you, I think if we could learn like Mike, you learn the, the probably you the, can't be funny. I, I got I got you pegged for like a Charleston. I actually, you know what I kind of dancing I like, and I've done it myself in my home is uh, <laughs> tap. I think, t- <laughs> I think tap is cool. <laughs> my son, my home. I pretended to tap. Tap. <laughs> I, I, think- pre- I pretended to tap. I thought it was cool. <laughs> I pretended to tap, Jerry. Yeah. <laughs> that I would buy a DVD of. My mom used to be like, come on, I'm going to teach you to disco dance. And I'd be like, oh, no, fuck, no. And now I wish I did. Yeah, yeah. Of course. I got to, I got to, I don't know. I, I got to get the, co- you know, like. I've only learned recently to, this is not for dancing, but like in life to like engage your core, you know, you, if you, <laughs> oh, if, you yeah. if you flex your abdominal that. muscles, just in, in any activity, I never do that. Uh, you're, you're, let's say you're lifting a box. Let's say you're going on a jog. Let's say you're doing a workout. Let's say you're just yeah. walking down the street. Let's say you're squeezing out a giant shit. <laughs> yeah. Birthing a baby. You're going to want to engage that core. And and when you do that a lot, you f- you feel you're the concept of a core is not just be like, I have a core. It's yeah. like this system of muscles yeah. working together, taking, taking pressure off my, I'm not just like loafing around on my back and my heels. I got a core. Yeah. yeah but I'm my core. when I'm dancing, mm-hmm. 
there's a lot of movement in the feet and the hands, mm-hmm. but it's not like the hips are steering the well, ship. Yeah, you like, you want to get... That's what I don't have is like... When you see like Shakira or something, yeah. like that's a different species. Hips don't lie. Like, the, like starts from the hips. Ooh, yeah. kind of my out. hips lie. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. My hippers are fibbers. Your, t- your hips told me my roast was good. <laughs> your, your hips are pathological. <laughs> <laughs> pathological. No, but yeah, I, I, uh, I, I, I would like to... To feel the feeling, like you look at someone who danced all night and they're all happy and sweaty and danced. Endorphins out. blast. Look, yeah. It looks great. Tap oh, that's another thing. Sweat. I'm, I'm a sweaty guy. Mm. And so I, I wouldn't, if I danced for four songs, like at a wedding, I will have sweat through my shirt. And huh. then everyone would say, Tim, you're all wet. Mm. <laughs> Sweat. Uh, sweat. What you been? What's the fucking scuba tank? <laughs> yeah. Would you sneak away and jump into a fucking sink? Yeah. The big sink. Yeah, the big stink. <laughs> I uh, I gotta engage my core more. Yeah. I don't think I know how to. Do hey, that, I'll text hey, you to remind you. That could be, we could warm up to the dance episode and, be, and do a Some blowout. Boys the birthday boy. Let's engage their core. I, I'll tell you what. I'm doing it right now. Oh shit! I'm gonna do it right now too. too. Yeah, who's that? Oh, I, we, oh, here's a good one. Sloppy, <laughs> sloppy boys do kegels. <laughs> Let's do it. That's a great one. Yeah. Let's write these down. Okay. Well, while you're writing that down. Go ahead, Tim. I just want to say one thing, and it's kind of perverted. Please. Uh-huh. What if we did an episode where we see who could come the closest to ejaculating, <laughs> but, but holding it back with a big oh, kegel? Edging. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, but, how- no, but then in the episode, you don't ever <laughs> blow load. <laughs> <laughs> if I have to say it. God, this, is what the pay- this is what the patrons are paying for. Mm. Well, on. speaking yeah. of uh, cool show ideas, we got one today. In the blowout today, we are going to world famous Musso and Franks. Yeah. Oh my God. We are going to, they shot uh, uh, some parts of uh, uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. They certainly do. I haven't in been the, there since the I've room. seen that. Is it? There's a funny thing where like Musso and Franks is from like 1919 or something like uh-huh. that. Oh. And then the room you walk into first is, is they call that the old room because it's the original and it's like Charlie Chaplin's ah. table. Was. But then that other room, where they shoot the bar where, yeah. for the scene from Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, they call that the new room. And I like looked it up and it's like it was built in like 1939 and it's still <laughs> called the new room. Holy I don't think shit. I've been into the old or like I've never sat in the old room. I've only sat in the new room. You know, I used to make reservations and ask for the old room, but ever since that new room got in that movie, I like going there too. Yeah. So I just let the let the table land where it may. Well, oh. we're gonna we're gonna go there, we're gonna eat. Tell you what. What? Never been? Oh, so wow. they're both new to me, you know. Oh, this is exciting. Yeah. Yeah. This is this is we're talking about this is uh, Fitzgerald putting the finishing touches on <laughs> Chaplin with getting the idea for uh, 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 Tim Galbag is oh. eating a big old ribeye. Uh, well, the, the the thing with it is uh, fucking why we're going I mean, it's a great old Steakhouse, historic. Mm, yeah. But Stank why house. we are got this idea to go is we have now amassed a body of work over 60-something episodes of cocktails we've learned about. Mm. And it's very fun to go to a place where all of these classic cocktails are on the menu. We've mentioned the Dresden a lot on our pod. Yep, yeah. And, and, and But we wanted to do something a little more special than even the Dresden. Mike's in LA right now. The, the year is coming to an end. We said... Let's go to Musso and Frank. Because I think I texted you guys last time I was at Musso and Frank. Like their cocktail list 
reads like the goddamn episode guide of the Sloppy Boys. It's yeah, all classics. the classics. Yeah. And it's very fun to taste the thing that you've made on your in your Ooh. little kitchen and then say, oh. Because several times we've said, uh, I don't know if I like this. I yeah. leave it to the professionals. Yeah. Ooh, that's, yeah, I got to look up what, what I've, like, we've had and pick out a good professional one. Mm-hmm. And, and it's tricky because normally I would go there and I would have like a, uh, a big fat steak and several martinis. I'm not going to do a martini tonight because I want to focus on like, I yeah. might get I might get like a sidecar. Mm. I might get a yeah. Singapore sling. Wait, did we do sidecar? Ooh, Singapore did, slings. Right? That was great. Yeah, sidecar was like a cognac sour. Yeah, okay, okay. Yes. Uh, they got it all, man. I, yeah, their martinis, I remember they do that thing with like all the runoff goes into a little side uh, Sidecar, car. there you go. And uh, they make them strong over there. They stir them. So that's interesting because I always I, I always say I want a shaky icy martini and then Musso they stir them and they're a little more viscous because they're a little vermouthy but I still love them mm. and that's that's where the, where I first probably ever had a goddamn martini in fact I know it is and this is also kind of funky we, we have a late uh, reservation it's ten o'clock yeah so we're heading over there I, this feels like a late night. Uh, this is a late. We just oh. we just put the finishing touches on the you know, and now we're going out to the spot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, hey, wow. I was there one time. I, I go there a lot for like anniversaries and Valentine's days and stuff like that. One time, yours or other people's? Brother, <laughs> I swing by to, to give anyone celebrating tonight. I go to fucking. Me and Jessica go there, eat dinner in the old room, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Prime rib, ribeye, the whole nine yards. Oof. We leave. And then we see on Instagram, uh, uh, you know, uh, Charlie Sanders? Sure. A comedian and, and his wife, Camille. Mm-hmm. They uh, post a picture on Instagram that they were they were there. And, and so Jessica messaged them like, hey, that's that's cool that you were you were there. Uh, we just left. And they wrote back saying, we're sitting next to the Rolling Stones. <gasps> wow, you were there with the... Oh, and I was in the wrong room. And you know what's cool? I then heard one of the like waiters in like a YouTube video or something talking about the Rolling Stones saying that they, whenever they like play shows in LA or all the Rolling Stones are, I mean, RIP Charlie, <laughs> hmm. but uh, when they're in LA, they like to go there because you know, they're like British boys and that's like one of the only places in LA to get like liver and onions and like oh, yes. weird, uh, old, weird old shit that yeah. British guys want. Wow. Man, I can't imagine that those guys going to that because it's usually pretty crowded in there. Yeah. And like sitting next to regular Joes. You're saying they wouldn't get no satisfaction? I should. I should. (laughs) Now, like typically I would eat a big three course dinner and have a big steak. But tonight it's late night. I'm hungry, but maybe I I might get like some some weirdies. Mm, Some jalapeno poppers. Maybe I'll get some moule frites. What's moule mean? It's like mussels. Ah. In, in the shells, but with like a like a whiny garlic sauce, and then a big pile of French fries. On you know, I'm reading that uh, I'm reading that uh, Kitchen Confidential book. Oh, I love that book. And he he says uh, Anthony Bourdain says he never orders mussels anywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I've done it before, and I've had a good time with it. But geez, now I'm worried. I read Kitchen Confidential when I was working my dad's restaurant one summer, and that was a life changer. I felt yeah. so cool. Like, to go from a job, like, I can't believe I work in my dad's restaurant. And then I read that book, and I was like, I work in my dad's <laughs> restaurant. <laughs> Chefs are the new rock stars, yeah. baby. And I'm like, okay, get back. <laughs> get back on the fryer. Tim, could, could you make a burger? King Punk? On King Punk. All right, King Punk. Let's uh, let's scoot. Yeah, we got a reservation. We got a reservation. Let's do it. Off we go. No reservations, speaking of Bourdain. Wasn't that his TV show? 
Yep. yep. Well, we can talk about this. Well, I want to talk to more about the co- about the core. We'll talk about that at dinner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, it's yes, a yes. good core talk. Yeah. Folks, we'll see you in a bit. See you next episode. All right, folks, we are here at Musso and Frank's. It's 10 o'clock. And my God, it is hopping. It's, it's crazy here. I wouldn't think that that many people would be here right now. There's people yelling woo. There's people toasting. It seems like there's a, a big birthday party behind us. Is this the new room or the old room? New. Brand spanking. Brand spanking. The 30s, you say? Yeah, yeah. Uh, we put our drink orders. I got a Cosmo. Tim got a sidecar. sidecar. And Jeff? Singapore Sling. Singapore Sling for the Jeff man. Uh, we'll check back in, but right now we're trying to figure out if some guy across the bar is or is not P.T. Anderson. We'll check back. Okay, we have the drinks have landed. And we are about to sip them. They look great. Yeah, baby. I'm going in on a sidecar. Here we go. Singapore Sling. Divine. Elegant. Classy. Yeah, it's fantastic. And, well, you got a Singapore Sling. Singapore Sling here. It's a standard. I wish it was in a hurricane glass. Uh-huh. Well, no, it's, no. In a, it's in a highball glass, folks. Looks pretty Looks pretty good. It's got the big, chunky uh, orange on the side. And a nice fade. Here's my Cosmo, which last time I had a Cosmo I, in, out in the wild, I did not like it. Subtle. Oh. Subtle. That is fruity tooty. R- refined and sophisticated? Mmm. Mmm. Okay. I'll, I'll drink it. It doesn't have much taste. <laughs> maybe they really shook the shit out of that. Yeah, maybe. Shook all the taste out of it. it tastes remarkably like my Singapore sling. Ah, they look the same color. What if they just gave us the same drink in three different glasses, like dumbasses? Yours has a little more like a coconutty thing happening in there. <clears throat> Shouldn't be coconut, but yeah, it's something. Well, that's it for the drinks, and we got some food coming. But much to our utter dismay, escargot sold out. Sad. Hey, people like their snails in this restaurant. But and we got some steak tartare. We got some. Yeah. I went. I got. I got lamb kidneys with bacon. <laughs> you gotta be quick. If you want the slow, slow snail. That's right. Jeff, you, what did you get? I got myself a shrimp cocktail appetizer, Woo! followed by a very safe choice of a chicken parmigiana. <laughs> well, I'm excited to see like what that's going to be like for a, a steak restaurant. And me, well, you know, I got the veal schnitzel. <laughs> and I don't know what it is, but I'm excited to try it. And we also got the potatoes out gratin. Folks, we're going to see you soon. Okay, we are checking in here. We have our food. We're about halfway done with our plates. We're all doing very well. I'm halfway through my chicken parm. It's great. It's great. It's a safe option. Safe yeah. option. Tim got the uh, the kidneys here, the pig kidney. What is it? What kind of kidney? Lamb kidney? I'm a pig. It's a, it's a lamb kidneys with bacon. And here's the problem is uh, I was kind of trying to be funny, so I got lamb kidneys with bacon. Then I was also trying to be funny so I got a grasshopper <laughs> now I'm finding myself the grasshopper is on the rocks which I think it's delicious it's yeah. like a big milkshake it's a nice it's a nice teal you don't color. really want to pair a huge creamy drink with a with a kidney <laughs> a plate of kidneys it's not really recommended yeah please thanks yeah this this is the true definition of a technicolor yawn <laughs> and me I got the pounded out 
veal schnitzel. It's divine. It's the a good one. Best of the bunch. Best of the bunch, and it had the pet prosciutto all over it. I'm seeing capers in here now. Arugula and a, and a lemon that's got the little netting on it. Oh, yeah. And, uh, oh, my second round. I got a second round here. I got a Manhattan, something I'm known not to like very much, so I'm curious if they've done it well. I was, uh, I fell out of love with the Singapore sling. Felt a little kiddish eventually and a little mellow. Did it have much taste? No. Yeah. <laughs> and, and so I went, um, round two, which is whiskey sour. Ooh, good. Did you get a frothy egg in there? It doesn't look frothy. I'll tell you right now. It's no froth. Don't poke your right. No egg. No egg. Hey, it looks I, a little funny at the bottom, I, though. I, sh- I should have asked for it. Yeah. Tim, have, how's your uh, grasshopper? This grasshopper is very fun, nicely garnished with mint, but again, don't eat kidneys and drink a big <laughs> grasshopper. You don't want to do that. It's good. The people at home, I think, are thinking, you know, I'm going to go out, maybe I'm going to try a grasshopper and a kidney or some liver and onions or something. Don't do it. Let's this be a lesson to all of us. We don't need to do kidneys and onions. and the Kidneys and grasshoppers should be on... Separate days, not only separate meals, but separate days. Separate tables. All right, I'm going to dive back into this. Oh, I'm not really liking this uh, Manhattan. I think I'm just not a Manhattan guy. You got a little Lexardo on the bottom. Though. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to bring that home because I need probably need it for a drink later on for us. <laughs> Toodaloo. All right, folks, the meal has come to an end. We got the tab, the check. We should have said put it on our tab. And yeah, say, like, yeah. oh, cool. Oh, these guys and they are, would be yeah, like, yeah. you don't have one. <laughs> oh, yeah. Start it. They are not Can fans you? of the podcast. They did not pick thank up. You, oh, thank, thank you. you. Thanks. Thanks so much. Yeah, it was not, uh, it was not, the, the meal was not on the arm as we've just learned the phrase. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Actually, a, actually had to pay full price. Yeah. yeah kind of a paid top dollar. And I'm not going to give my final thoughts here, but uh, I got a few. Yeah, lots to think about. Lots to digest, so oh! to speak. The food, we, the drinks, the ambiance. We had six cocktails all from the podcast. That's very interesting. I thought you were going to say six cocktails all from the Bordeaux region. Yes, oh, the Bordeaux. <laughs> oh. I, uh, I finished my grasshopper. It was a gallon of milk. Yeah. And I took it all the way down. I'm having a tough time with this uh, Manhattan. Yeah. I'm too full on everything. No egg in the whiskey sour. Yeah, that was strange. I thought this place would have been like right away. Egg town. I've had one with egg in it before, but I do think the guy asked the follow-up and I said, yes, egg. Mm. You get an eggy tonight? I should have known to ask. Yeah. Well, it's a good lesson for us, a good lesson for all of you. We'll see you back in the Sloppy Boys recording studio to wrap this up. Bye. Okay, folks, we are back from our Musso and Frank's trip. You heard some of the uh, live, some of the live recordings. Mm. That was, I felt like a fly on the fucking wall. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, so uh, uh, um, I've been there many times. Hanford, you've been there before. Mm-hmm. Jeff, your first, first timer. First time we entered into the old room, and then we were seated in the new room. Mm-hmm. We we were not in a booth. We were in a, a Ford top in the middle of the mm-hmm. the dining room. Lively atmosphere. What did you think of the place? Fantastic, beautiful. Love the wallpaper, the pictorial wallpaper yeah. paper up in the corner. Uh, it also reminded me of The Shining. 
like these sort of big oh, yeah. ballroom scenarios with the with the uh, the staff all in like bright red coats mm-hmm. and and a tinge of creepiness. You know, it's like, like good good food and good times, but a little yeah, off-putting. A tinge of creepiness. The dust has settled a little bit. I'll I'll say this. Yeah. Food and drink. Food is better than the drink. I I, I gotta say weak drinks. So altogether, we we each we had two rounds. Mm-hmm. We each picked a different drink. So altogether, we had six cocktails. Every one of which Felt is a, a cocktail little... we've done on the Sloppy Boys main podcast. Right. Yeah. So that was very fun to compare and contrast. Right. And I agree that the 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 overall note with the drinks we we kind of some were some were better than others, but we kind of thought they were a little on the weak side. Yes. Yeah, and not even weak like not much alcohol, just not much like taste to it. Maybe like over stirred. Or overshaken? Or yeah. How do you lose the taste? So like watered out, like because yeah, you had, you had yeah, a yeah. Cosmo, uh-huh. so you would if a Cosmo if it were weak on the vodka, then it would have a lot of cran, but yeah. that didn't have a lot of cran. Maybe it was, it was like watered down cranberry, like cheap cranberry right. or something. Because hmm. I did the I did the Singapore sling mm-hmm. and and juicy. I liked it at first, and then as I kept going, I was like, I don't know if this is anything. Like this just kind of feels like generic juice sweetness and not a lot of liquor or anything. And I said, I'm going to go whiskey sour, old school whiskey sour. Like and I, Leo in that very room. Yes. And I, and I, <laughs> didn't, right? uh, I didn't specify egg white. And yeah. I should have. And when it showed up, it, it didn't have that sort of punchy uh, yeah. the mm. viscousness that I was looking for. And also. Viscosity. Tastes a little weak. Now, I blame the waiter. These waiters are great. They were in the red coats. They're very professional. But that guy should have asked you because I've had a whiskey sour in that very room. Mm-hmm. And when I ordered it, he said egg and i said yes but he did not ask you mm. egg he probably looked at me and figured this little twink doesn't want an egg <laughs> well when you when you guys were walking out you know you remember i sort of lingered back i walked up to the waiter i said hey maybe next time you ask for the egg we might give you a tip <laughs> oh my god oh my god now nah, we tipped uh, okay so, we so, tipped so Sing- damn well. singapore sling singapore sling would be a nice Happy hour or daytime drink. It's, we, we were arriving there late night. Our reservation was 10 sure. p.m. I don't mind a bunch of sweet juice at night, though. <laughs> it was really moving, though, at, at 10. It was hopping. It was packed when we showed up. Yeah. And then uh, and then we shut the place down pretty much. I like. saw a reality star who I couldn't place. We thought we saw PTA. <laughs> that, yeah. I think uh, upon more looking, I think that was not PTA. <laughs> more looking. Oh, we got an iPhone. Oh, I had to keep turning around to look at him. Okay, so you, uh, uh, you had... Uh, the, the Singapore uh, Sling and the Whiskey Sour, neither of which were hits. Michael, what did you drink? I had the Manhattan was my second drink. The Cosmo was my first. Not hits with me. The Manhattan was uh, better than like what I've made before. And and you're not a fan of Manhattan. Yeah, I didn't like the Manhattan I had uh, that I made. It, it was fine. But I just I really couldn't get like through the second because like, it comes in a little sidecar carafe. Oh, yeah. I love the little side. Having that—that's the most important thing to say here. Is all anything in a martini glass is a small martini glass, and all the runoff goes into a tiny carafe that is placed in a metal cup with crushed ice, so it stays cold. It's nice. It's a nice, a nice little feature. I kind of wish now that I'd gotten a martini because I've had the martini there before, which I've loved. Yeah. I wish I had gotten it just to see, like, are the martinis even watery yeah. now or yeah. what? Hmm. Well, I you wish, got, wish uh, I got I mean, a watery martini is appreciated because otherwise it's kind of <laughs> yeah, but but I mean like dulled flavor the way the the other ones were. Um, and well, I'll circle back because I want to hear about your food. But mm. I had my first round <laughs> was what was my first round? Your first you side, had, sidecar. sidecar, sidecar, aka the cognac sour. Um, 
It was delicious. I would say it was probably maybe the probably the best cocktail served to us. Um, it was also though somehow on the mellow side. Mm. Um, but I guess I appreciate that with the sidecar. It's fine. I didn't want it to be too um, too sour. And I liked having. It's, it's funny because the drink's called the sidecar, and then I got the served with a little sidecar. Yeah, so I saw that. Yeah. And then my second drink. <laughs> we're saying you know Jeff had a, had a single person late at night. You wouldn't normally do that. Ooh. I was looking at the cocktail list. I th- Here's what I would do normally at Musso and Frank's, right? Uh, uh-huh. I would get a wedge salad. I would have a oh. ribeye and I would have three martinis. Yeah. That, wow. I've nice. Done, I've done that 12 times in that place. Fuck a wedge though. Uh, I don't do a wedge. Yeah. Well, but Give also, me a cab. They, I like you, you get some kind of funny old timey appetizers too. Like you get the, the stuffed uh, celery. It's got Roquefort cheese or something weird mm-hmm. like that. True. Or hey, I'll do a... Um, Crab cocktail. I'll do a. Oh, we had the steak tartare. That was good. We had the shrimp too, and a shrimp cocktail. And a shrimp cocktail. Come the on, shrimp though. cocktail was pretty good. The shrimp. But, it was kind of that rubbery shrimp. You know, that's no, like, big, beautiful, delicious shrimp. But here's the thing: sure, they only gave us. Like, they only, well, only gave us five shrimps. Well, it's a cocktail. What do you I expect? But, but like when you go to the gro- <sighs> when you go to the Grove, when you go to the grocery <laughs> store. You get all the shrimp you want, remember, Mike? That's we right. talked about I this. I was saying this last night. We're adults. We can get shrimp. So like, it is true. You make a good point. When you go to the grocery store, you can't buy as many shrimp as you want. I, Thank I've been, you. I've, I've been witness to Jeff buying little shrimps and putting them in a bowl and putting cocktail sauce all well, in like it. Eating, eating like cereal. cereal. Yes, yes. <laughs> okay, so normally I would get some sort of little cocktail appetizer, mm-hmm. then a nice big ribeye. Also, they have the, the, the ribeye crown there, just the ribeye cap on its own, which is very delicious. Huh. But- I didn't want to do my usual, and I, I would I would get three martinis or maybe get a Gibson and get that little onion. Yeah, but I but I said Tim, I'm here for the blowout. You know, it's not about me; it's about the listener. Right, right. I'm we could tell to, you we could tell you were acting out a little bit. Well, I, wanted, I was looking to give pleasure rather than receive. Oh, Jesus Christ! <laughs> not <laughs> so, after that meal. <laughs> so I'm saying you be adventurous. So I was happy we got the steak tartare. That was delicious. We mm, tried to good. get the escargot, but they were all out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now to be a little funny guy. <laughs> yeah, I ordered the grilled lamb kidneys with bacon. Yep. Which at Hart's Turkey Farm in New Hampshire, I had had chicken livers with bacon, and I really liked it. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So I thought maybe I would like this dish. And I, I want it, we, this was uh, to be a curious little cat. And I'll say I did like it. I do like kidneys. Yeah, and it was good for what it was. But when I, we you gave some to us, I liked it too. Yeah, yeah. it wasn't it, the the you know the mouth feels a little strange, but it wasn't like a Ugh, kidneys. Then, but then here's the thing: I looked at your plate, and when I saw the big lumps of kid, like literally a kidney, just the organ sitting on your plate. Yeah, I did go, huh? That's a little too real. That's a little real. I wanted sliced up and sauteed, but it was like five entire kidneys untouched. <laughs> Chilling. Also, he asked me how I wanted to cook, and I'm used to answering for a steak, medium rare. It was kind of weird to look at those kidneys and see them pink. Like, yes. Yeah, yes, it was. Now that you mentioned Now, it. what does a kidney do? It like filters your urine or it adds urea? Yeah. It gives you those stones every yeah, once in a while. Those, shoots those little rocks out your <laughs> yeah, pee yeah. hole. I was going to say, it, yeah, it has nothing to do with, like, you know when people like drink too much, they need, need a new liver? Yeah. That's not kidneys, right? Oh yeah, but it, not but drinking it, too much, but you do get a kidney. I've, a kidney transplant is a thing. Yeah. It, it is part of like uh, you know cycling through impurities, right? It's like it's like your own little Brita filter in your yeah. in your belly. right here, right in the sides. Yeah, like lower back, right? Um, well, but but yeah, I mean, I, we we talked through this on if, in earlier in this episode at the fucking place. But I was normally with if you're if you're eating kidneys, 
you would want a, like a dry red wine. <laughs> yeah. Or you would maybe have like a vodka or like martini or something. Sure. Mm. But I wanted to get another thing from the pod and I saw a grasshopper <laughs> and everybody knows a grasshopper is an after dinner drink. You have it in lieu of dessert. Yeah. But I was also picturing it's a creamy little minty. It's, it's creme de menthe and creme de cacao <laughs> when we made it. And it was, and maybe some heavy cream, but when we made it on our pod, we had it in a tiny <laughs> little martini glass. Terrible. Yeah. What a I bad ordered idea. it. Knowing that it wouldn't pair well with my kidneys, I still ordered it, and it came out as in a big, tall highball glass, and it was like a big milk drink. <laughs> and I got to tell you. Big green milk. During that, I, I have kind of an iron stomach. Nothing really makes me sick. And also, mm-hmm. when people talk about weird pairings, I'm like, oh, I don't care. And, and when people are like, ew, you're having like mayo on your sandwich, I'm like, it's food. We're adults. Just eat it. Yeah. But I would say that. Grilled kidneys and a grasshopper is the worst food and drink pairing I've ever had in my life. It's, oh. they might, well, when, the, when you ordered the you had the kidneys you were eating, and then you ordered your second round, and the uh, like, yeah, the grasshopper, and the the waiter was like, "Sir, sir, <laughs> would you like a barf bag?" You turned a little green. Uh, although Tim, you also also got that sweet sweet steak tartare. Yeah, so I had that was raw good. cow. Ooh, also that little quail egg over the top. Oh, yeah, yeah, that was cool. That, that was, was the hit of the night for me was the, the little the bite of steak tartare. That shit was great. But you know what was very funny? I didn't really do a great job of mixing the egg in. So at the very end, before he took away our, our tartare plate, I took some bread and mopped up like the bottom of the plate. And it was just the egg white from the egg. <laughs> Yucko. But yeah, you don't want your stomach to have raw cow, <laughs> lamb kidney, and a milky milk beverage. And raw egg. Night. Yeah. Hmm. And, and Although, uh, shrimp. To my credit, I didn't get sick. I didn't puke. So I am kind of a soldier of cuisine. That's true. I, Warrior uh, of the culinary. Hmm? I, <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, I'll, I'll bail you on that. I was uh, uh, just full very quickly. Yeah. I, I didn't even get really drunk. And uh, we didn't drive, folks. We weren't drinking and driving. We took an Uber. And. Uh, we would implore you to not drink and drive as well. Uh, you can. No, don't listen to Jeff. He's goofing around. Sometimes Do not drink I'm, drive. if I'm drinking, I can drive extra fast. No, no, no. You shouldn't. You shouldn't drive fast anyway. You shouldn't drink and drive. Anyway, the... Uh, A little bit's okay. So, so uh, stuffed. Oh. Uh, I, had to, I had to take the rest of my schnitzel home. <laughs> Your schnitzel was, not, was really good. The schnitzel was good. It was veal schnitzel with uh, prosciutto on the top. Arugula Ooh. capers. Ooh. That was what a reveal when you revealed the little caper. I know. I was like, this is down here too. The waiter's <laughs> like, I saw I told you. You didn't tell me that, dude. I would have remembered you telling me that. I felt bad you took that guy back in the kitchen and slapped around a little bit. Sir, sir, that's just for making fun of my friend. Yeah, he eats weird shit all the time. I didn't finish my plate, and I was thinking, like, it's so rare for me to not finish my dinner and to leave that much. But I left, and, like. And you I left it behind. You didn't even bring it that home. Well, kidneys in the fridge. I don't know. Yeah. Kidneys in the fridge, veal in the shop. Something like that. But, and then we were all stuffed, so we didn't have dessert. What we would have done is like, they got a real good key lime pie, or you get like a spumoni or a Mm. hot fudge sundae. Key lime pie would have been good. That woman who was sitting kind of near us in the booth by herself, eating the the steak. Oh, we also got potatoes a gratin. That was, that was, those are really good. She had a steak, potatoes a gratin, and uh, maybe. The spinach? Asparagus, maybe? Or spinach? Yes, asparagus. 
And she was just, that looked like a great meal. <laughs> I love that because they have these little booths. Because cool, that that's the classic Hanford Square meal. She yeah, had a protein and a potato and a vegetable. Of course you were salivating. But I, I had the steak there too, so I was like, eh, I'll try the, the schnitzel. I've never heard of that. I mean, seen, it's it, a good on choice. A, seen on a menu. We covered that. I mean, most people going there are just kind of eating steaks and salads, so I was proud of us. Um, but that lady, I noticed that I, I was trying not to look too much and make her self-conscious, but... They've got those little two-person booths that are kind of like cubbies and kind of private. And yeah. this woman was eating by herself. She was like, kind of like like a middle-aged lady dining by herself and like kind of having a cute night. Like I noticed she specifically was not looking at her phone. Mm-hmm. And I, at a diner or something, it's easy to eat by, or a coffee shop, eat by yourself, you look at your phone. She was having potatoes au gratin, asparagus, and a steak. And she was eating by herself and when she was not like eating a bite she was just kind of sitting there not reading anything not doing anything and then I could almost kind of see her looking around a little restless like fe- feeling the awkwardness of eating alone mm-hmm. I wanted to say I applaud you lady yeah. so I see it alone sometimes yeah wish I was doing it last night um <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but she would after each bite she would eat, take the bite and go oh Another great bite. He's better than the last. Oh, I can't oh, wait oh. to pass this bite. What? Oh. You can't wait to shit it out? Yes. <laughs> and I'm going to do a separate turd for each bite. <laughs> a new lady. turd in each bathroom of my beautiful mansion. Lady, oh, lady. Lady. You got to group together 40, 50 bites and get one nice big turd. <laughs> turd. Oh, boy. Mm. Oh, boy. What? I will say, good time had by all. Good yeah. spot. Great spot. As much as I was kind of kind of shitting on the drinks and the food was good, but it didn't bowl me over as like, but but that's not the deal with that well, place. What did you, you get? F- you got the, the chicken. I got uh, some pretty safe bets. I got a chicken parm, which they had under their like favorites menu. Yeah. And then a, you know, shrimp cocktail standard. But I'm glad you did because I wanted to see like what. What they do. I like that they have those Italian dishes. It's it, kind of fun. is the idea that their like cuisine is amazing, or just that it's been around forever? Because they they have very affordable like lunch specials and all that. Like, That's what the steaks are very 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 good, okay. and it's known for its steaks. But I do love that they have these like famous red flannel pancakes, and they have breakfast and like. Um, Who's that that actor that owns the taco place and the donut place and the uh, Danny Trejo? Danny Trejo likes to go there on, on I think Wednesday or Thursday they have a chicken pot pie special and he gets Ooh, it for lunch. Damn, that sounds like, good. I all, would do that. A that lot of a lot of the lesser known things on the menu have like their little, little fan clubs. But most people there are taking down a prime rib or or a or a fillet. It I will say that place I think is more is ambiance first. And yeah, like oh, the, history first. I, I would bring my pair I you know I would go on a date there. I'd bring my parents there in a heartbeat just because of the uh, ambiance. Yeah. And I think it's like historic that there, there's things on that menu. They they still change it up and th- some, because I had said it, let's get the moule frite and it was not there. So they make little changes. But in general, I mean, it's a hundred year old res- restaurant that has some things there that you literally can't get anywhere else yeah. in LA. So it's kind of fun to be like, there's a little history in each bite. Yeah. Wood finish all around. Hmm. Mm. Yep. A plus. And uh, so we were in the new room, right? Yeah. Yep. And I went to the old room, and then I went to the bathroom. <laughs> Great time in every in every, every room. room. Yeah. A lot of those booths in the uh, uh, in both rooms have like are named after a celebrity that they're like, oh my god, he used to eat here all the time. Oh. This one's the Ryan Reynolds. But the, <laughs> free guy. The one, the most well known one is the in the old room when you walk in. Right away to the left, the first booth that's up against the window is the chaplain booth because 
he wanted to be able to keep an eye on his horse because Hollywood Boulevard was not paved and it was you would ride up there in a horse when the place Oof. still opened. If you can believe that. <laughs> that was a different time. You know that you ought to uh, put, uh, put a plaque on the uh, booth you were in the bathroom. Oh, yeah. No, I, yeah. This. I put up my own plaque, if you know what I mean, you know. Oof. A little brown plaque. Here I sit brokenhearted, <laughs> tried to shit, but only farted. <laughs> tried to fart and only shit. <laughs> um, hey, when you guys mentioned that this is the last blowout of the year. Yes. Oh. oh. Would you say that's a good time for a little end of the year surprise? <gasps> what? <laughs> oh, he came in here with a bag and I was he wondering came, what's yeah, the what's deal with, with that the bag thing? guy. Mr. Bag. Well, this is kind of a funny one because it's really this belongs this belongs to Jeff, but when we're in Chicago, <gasps> oh, oh no. no, somebody gave us little nips of Jepson's Malort liqueur. Oh boy, the, the wormwood liqueur you love to drink when you're in Chinatown. Those really did fly around in Chicago. Like yeah. I had two or three Malorts, and then somebody gave us the like. People were like, hey, we're doing Malort shots, and we're doing them for you. I said, no, you don't have to do that. It is, it's 70 proof. So, yeah, we did a lot of shots of these, and we must have got drunk. Yeah. But, <laughs> we must have. Uh, now, Jeff, I told you, somebody at the show gave me this and told me to give give it to the other guys. Gave Mike his. Yeah. I drank mine. Right, right. And then you told me to pour pour yours into the Down garbage. the toilet. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. I said, what about we bring it in and we, we kind of uh, sip it right now. on Divvy it as, up? As an end of the year surprise. Sure. Yeah, that's a that's a that's Okay, hold on. Let me finish my head. I'm, I'm, what a I'm weird smell. Lord. I, I'm into it. It's well, it's made of wormwood. <laughs> and the backstory on this stuff—I first heard of this wood. because uh, you know what this smells like. You know, we were talking about a uh, stink. You, you crack open a fresh Old Spice classic. Oh, really? Yeah. It just smells like because it's like, kind of medicinal, like a medicinal bit. liquor. This smells to me. I used to have as a kid a uh, a scratch and sniff book. Uh, from Sesame Street, and one of them, the guy was selling dill pickles was on the street. Was this Oscar the Grouch? And the scr- <laughs> maybe the scratch and sniff for the dill pickle smelled exactly like this. Huh, that's weird. I think I had a book with a dill pickle scratch and sniff as well. Yeah, not um, every page, just the one. Uh, was it the uh, pickle Rick <laughs> book? Um, uh, I first heard about this because John Hodgman is really into it. Uh, but uh, yeah. the the backstory was that is he a Chicago person or, or Midwest? No, guy? he is a uh, New England guy, but uh, huh. he likes spirits. But um, the thing, the backstory is that this is a Swedish liqueur. He'd be good at that. That uh, was someone was manufacturing it in in Chicago, and then prohibition happened. And this is like a pretty objectively gross drink, but. During Prohibition, this is one of these ones where you could get like a doctor prescription for it for oh, some dumb wow, reason. Wow, fucking Christ. So because it was it was Ugh. sold at pharmacies, they would uh, like the, in Chicago, people would get prescriptions. So it was the only way to get drunk to during Prohibition. So they acquired a taste for it out of necessity. Ah, prohibition ended and then some old guys in, in Chicago had grown to love it. Isn't it like uh, my, my uh, this is different, but my grandparents used to have Moxie. Cola? Yes. Which uh, people always said tasted disgusting. Mm-hmm. And they were like, yeah, well, you need to like grow up with it. And Moxie was always like the tough stuff. Like, you got to have Moxie, kid. <laughs> you know, like you got to have gumption. Is that where the... That, no, that's not where that word comes from. And grit. No, the, the drink was named after the idea. But... Uh, I'd, like, like, I'd like to think that we three have Moxie. <laughs> yeah. 
It's funny to have a drink like, ooh, this doesn't taste so good. You gotta have moxie to drink it. Yes, it's moxie. Yes, yes. Uh, I just took half a, uh, half of a glass of this stuff. Yeah. Did and it, it stains your insides. It, it, it <laughs> spreads the taste of it. Just, yeah, oh, man. Uh, Let, let's drink this yeah, let's fucker. Do it. You know when you you know when they do like surgery or when they like study an animal and they put like ink in it and there's Uh like that iodine inky stuff so they can identify like certain organs and stuff. Yeah, if if you you went through TSA right now, they would they would look at your body in the scanner and be like, yeah, liquid dripping down to your toes. Yeah, right. Oh, that's like instant heartburn. Mm -hmm. I really did get a pang heartburn right when you said that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Is it what well, you saying, do- doctor? Um, you could get a prescription for this. Is, isn't this called like Doctor McGillicuddy's or something? That was or is Fireball. 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 The original Fireball. Right, right, right. But um, don't need a prescription. You could. For that. T- I don't know what the purpose of the prescription was, but you could see why people would call this medicinal just because it tastes like medicine. Yeah. The purpose of the what? Ugh, I should have finished mine in purpose one go. Purpose of the I uh, did a half of this, so now I should have done the whole thing. Here we go. Yeah, you don't want to spread out that taste over multiple sips. No half Ugh. measures. It's so bad. I wonder what <laughs> you could do, you know, like, if you made a sour out of this or if you, if you made a highball out of this. You it, can't like, do shit with it. It would ruin whatever you add to it. It's like adding bleach to a cocktail. Yeah. I, I will say, though. Ooh, strange. Because I now have good memories associated with it, because we had a lot of fun in Chicago, and mm-hmm. those were great shows, and people bought me a lot of shots of it, even <laughs> though that is an objectively bad taste. Yeah. In the same way, you know what? I, probably my strongest like taste memory is like when I drink a Red Bull, I associate a Red Bull with like going out. Mm-hmm. So when uh, I drink a Red Bull, I'm like... On the town? <laughs> going out on the town. Here <laughs> we go. I don't necessarily like that, because it's it, it's like I'm tired, and I need to rally to go out of the yeah, town. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it this, feels like a corrective measure when I. Yeah, it's like I'm not in the mood to go to this work birthday party. <laughs> but this this something. made me this gave me a pang of being at being at a at a in a fun city, and that's a good feeling mm-hmm. to have. So, who, to whom do I owe the pleasure for this malort? Ooh, you know I can picture him. He's a wonderful guy. He's a slop head, and uh, I'll cut this. Part. And I don't remember who he is. No, he's a one. Let's keep it in. He's a wonderful guy. <laughs> I I remember he on the Discord. He was like, "Hey, uh, I'm Jeff, the- you never got my Malort, and I you, you wanted him to flush it down the toilet." And I said, "I'll drink it." I was <laughs> joshing him. Oh, great! Now he's gonna be happy. Well, I when we drank when we had these in Chicago, I uh, it was after a couple beers, so I was oh yeah a little dull, old styles, old styles, uh, yeah. and th- this is pretty fresh, and it's not good, not as good. I remember enjoying it a little more in Chicago. Sure, but let's talk about its medicinal effects. Have you noticed that all your diseases and ailments? Oh my God. Have- Listen, my sinuses are wide open. <laughs> my COVID is gone. <laughs> I've noticed that my inhibitions are nowhere to be found. Yeah, hey, what? Well, how about the three of us do a three-way? Oh, geez. yeah, I, I'll go for that. And remember, uh, a second ago, I was saying, "Don't drive drunk. It's yeah. okay now." <laughs> I feel nice and loose where I could. Uh, right now, if I went for a drive, I would be really uninhibited you know mm. emboldened yeah i'm making merging moves. passing <laughs> signaling moves i would three lane to. merge oh oh you, you don't you think that once a year there should be a merge purge where you could go in any lane you want whoa right from the ramp <laughs> are those purge movies good i saw i think the first one it was okay ah. I can't. I can't say. I don't know. They seem pretty badass. I love it when a movie is that high concept. Like most movies are, like, yeah, this guy needs to learn to open himself up to love, and he will by the end. Yeah, I like it when a movie is just like, 
It's a human centipede. You, you got to eat each other's shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, you got to eat this. What, what, what did you say? Well, does, does the guy at the front of the centipede learn to love? <laughs> yeah, no, but the guy at the back does. There's <laughs> a love to eat shit. Whew. Well, and this has been a wonderful episode, hasn't it? Oh, okay. yeah. Good time going to Muso and Franks. We talked about it for a while. We've Some of us have been, some of us not. Uh, and it's nice to uh, just uh, share that a nice historical Hollywood place with some historical Hollywood guys. We're out on the scene. We're having a good time. We thank all the patrons for listening. To chip it in. Everyone except the tip jar. And we'll see you next week. Bye. Goodbye. You've got mail. <laughs>